Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the It's Just Dinner podcast. My name's Tom Robinson. I'm your host, and sitting right directly across from me is my co-host, Bob Walls. Tom, it's a great to be here, as always. As You're always. looking great today. Thank you. I feel great today. You look. You are having a great day. <laughs> It's the best day of my life. It is. And we had what a great podcast we had last oh, week. Oh, it wasn't that. I think that was, was our Oprah moment. It was really what it was. It was really great. Until the one we have today, of course. Well, you know, they just get better and better. The yeah. show is just moving up exponentially. <laughs> so remember last week we had the folks from Mutual. Yeah, they on. were they were charming. They were terrific. It turned out that the guy who started his daughter was my student. How about that? Yeah. That's small world. Cool. Very small world. But, but I, the thing I the thing I found interesting about that is when we were talking with them. Their reasons for creating Mutual were the same reasons that we created yeah, very this exciting. dinner. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. So they're geniuses. Yeah, they just want to match people together yeah. and get them to go out to dinner. Yeah. And, so, and, and But they use technology. We use the old-fashioned way of just talking to people face-to-face. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Well, the one, thing that I, the, last, the one thing that I learned from them that I really liked was she said, keep swiping. Yeah. And if you... Have, you don't get connections or you don't find yeah, anyone. just keep at it. Just yeah. keep after it. And, so, and see, and that's kind of our same philosophy too, of just keep going out to dinner. Right. Just keep trying. Right. Just keep having conversations. Don't don't make your intent to have a long-lasting relationship. Make your intent to meet somebody and have a conversation. Yeah, have a great time. So now, the, very, the, other, the other thing I, I wanted to bring up about them that I thought was really fascinating is the amount of time they spend verifying accounts. So they have an individual, a human being, that goes and looks at every account and verifies it to make sure that yeah, it's authentic. Great, that's that's amazing. It to is me. really cool. Yeah, and that way you know who you're you're getting exactly. a date with. Right. So, that's great. Hey, I forgot to introduce our engineer. Oh, yeah. This is Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Lauren, Hi. how are you? Hey, um, this is this is really exciting. The show we have today. I'm really excited I'm, about it. Yes. And my students told me about this. And Lauren is a former user. Get out. Yeah. So right here in the house, we've got a user. A user. So hopefully our guests can talk to her a little bit about her experience with this. Let's hope it's good because it'll be an awkward moment. This is an Instagram sensation. Right here on the Instagram podcast. Right here. I hope he's not embarrassed by that. Um, This is from the Instagram page Matchmaker Provo. Mm -hmm. And this is our guest, Kaysen Stevenson. And Case, we're really glad to have you. Kaysen is the creator of the Instagram page. And right now, at this very moment, he's a junior over at Stanford. Really? Yeah, and he's, wow. believe it or not, studying um, a management science and engineering. I thought oh. that was interesting. Yes, it is. So that he's a smart him, guy. He's a smart he's guy. Smart I don't know guy. if we'll be able to keep up with his well, conversation you know, today. We can try. We'll use big he, words. The good, co- the good news is he's engaged to get married, so oh. his app must work. Oh. Okay. So he's made a connection. Oh. And so is so. he doing a similar thing over in uh, at Stanford? Well, no, let's ask him. Yeah. Casey, hey, are you Alto? there? Is that where Stanford is? Yeah, I'm here. Welcome to Hi. our show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We're very excited to have yes. you here today. Why don't you why don't you tell since Bob doesn't know anything no. about this app? No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> or this Instagram page. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what the uh, Instagram page is, how it got started, what what your idea was behind it? So, go ahead. Tell us what you th- what you know about this. All right, sounds good. Thank you for the intro. Um, yeah, so I'm a student over here at Stanford, and this the idea for this app, just to give you some context, it's called Matchmaker Provo. Um, it's not anything new. We have a fun survey that you take, and then we take your survey responses, and from our pool of users, we match you with one other person. Um, and we have, so instead of it being like a continuous basis, right, it's like you have one day where we have like a match day and all the matches release. Um, the way we came up with this was uh, during the pandemic year, actually, a bunch of my friends out here, we all got sent home and uh, we all 
decided to move to Utah to go enjoy the dating culture and, and explore a bit. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. Oops. Yeah. Oops. It, was, it was super fun and it was successful. I ended up getting engaged. Um, but in the beginning there, we faced a lot of like, with a lot of frustration and like, it was, it was very interesting. Maybe we can dive into that later, but it was just interesting diving into the uh, like Provo dating culture. Oh. And one of the things that frustrated me was that it felt like all of the means I had to meet people during that time were very superficial, um, very looks-based. And I, I, I thought it'd be interesting if we could um, dive into connecting people based off of their personalities rather than very nice. um, their physical attractiveness. So we just, we, I remember we proposed this idea and all my friends, we, they, they all came over to watch a movie and we ended up pausing the movie and talking about this idea for like the rest <laughs> of the night. And within a month we had built the first, um, I guess, prototype or first like uh, software for the first round. And it started out being something funny, right? Like we, we thought it'd be interesting. We, we expected maybe like a thousand people to sign up, but I think we had about a thousand signups in the first day and had close to I think a little more than 3,000 um, in the total and then the first round. And so we were really surprised. We, we wow. love that. People loved it. Well, and so, so now by superficial, just so I have a clear understand that, what you found was that people were selecting people they date based only on looks. Right, yeah. I, I found it interesting that, like, we'd come over to people's houses and, and we'd sit down and we'd, we would, sometimes we'd just swipe on people and we would, we, would, <laughs> we would judge them based on their looks, which is, like, super important. But I found that, like... I guess it felt weird to me thinking that people were doing that in other places, right? But like mm -hmm. looking at my profile. So it just felt kind of like, I don't know, it just made me feel... Um, judged? Yeah, yeah. felt uh, judged. Uh, like believe it or not, well. believe it or not, they, they do the same thing in class and at church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> they, swipe, they swipe a lot in church. <laughs> but but I, I see what he means by being superficial, yeah. and this is an important point, that... Many times your relationships become much deeper once you start to identify the things you have in common. Right. And many times people never go that far because they, they only get caught up in the superficial part about how you look. And, and, and yeah. so it sounds like what you were doing is trying to kind of jumpstart that and move people past the superficial to more of a relationship. Yeah, I would say that's correct. Um, at one point, I want to add that I think that the physical attractiveness is, is extremely important in relationships. And I think I think where I saw the problem was feeling judged and also in that first encounter with someone that you met online, for example, I think you you always, you always can tell within like a second if you would have clicked in real life. So you just wasn't getting enough information off of the app, right? So yeah. that was just one of another frustration we had. That's one of the things that we, that with kind of this whole it's just dinner thing developed was to just go and sit down across from each other, eat dinner and talk and just yeah. see if there's any kind of connection. But more importantly, just talk and have fun getting to know someone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's cool about your Instagram page is that it gives people a chance to see if there's any kind of match there going on, if they have anything in common to talk about. So you got up to about 3,000 people who were registering on your site. Was that... What, what I heard you say. Yeah, that's correct. We had about 3,000 people and they registered on our site, which included taking about us at the time it was about a 70 question survey. Wow. wow. That's, that's a lot of questions where, yeah, but, but I, questions. It's, it's probably fun. <laughs> it's they're probably, they're probably fun questions. Well, we can ask Lauren cause you, you took that. Did yeah. you Lauren? Was yeah. it fun? Did you, did you answer all 70 questions? I did. Did you answer them honestly? Uh, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to. I mean, if it's gonna work, I yeah. You well, you don't want to get right matched way, right? up with the wrong, per you know, yeah. the wrong person. So, 
Um, I think Lauren has some of those questions. Yes. Do, do you mind if we go uh, through a couple of those questions? Sure. So these were ones, I ended up taking it again for this next round um, that's going to be like official in the next couple of days, right? Um, and so there were, these were some of the questions that I just thought were either funny or like were just kind of interesting that I wouldn't have thought about beforehand. Um, so the first one, adulting is easy for me. These are on like a scale <laughs> mm -hmm. of like I strongly agree or like to I strongly disagree um, or like the equivalent depending on the Wait, question. How did you rate that one? Um, that one I did I a little bit um, agree more than neutral. Okay. So mm. I'm pretty good at adulting. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I felt. Um, Kason, hey, while she's reading, I'm just curious, where did these questions come from? So as she reads these off, jump in and tell us. So, what what about adulting? Did you did you want to find out from people? Yeah, I can give you my hypothesis. One of my other team members was responsible for coming up with the questions. I helped brainstorm a little bit at the end, so I can give you maybe some like ideas. I think this one was to get a sense of uh, responsibility, mm -hmm. I guess, mm -hmm. or responsibility maybe. Maybe in a sense like maturity, right? Um, mm -hmm. But mainly just to give people like a, a chance to think about like, yeah, what is this like like being an adult now, now that we're eighteen <laughs> or whatever at, at at college? What else? What else you got, Lauren? Okay, so this one, um, I prefer doing things I know I'll like as opposed to trying new things that are out of my comfort zone. Mm. And with that one, like I I disagreed more. I think when I first took this test, I probably would have been like neutral or like agreed. But like, I mean, it's been a whole year and I'm a different person. And You're more adulting. I'm more, I'm more <laughs> of an adult. Um, I've noticed that. Haven't you noticed I that have. since She's we've been this? She's grown up a lot. She has. Shucks. She was just a kid when we first <laughs> you guys. met her. Um, but yeah, like I, I just thought that was interesting because it's like, it it really seems to show me that like, like are you adventurous? Right. Are you going to like want to keep growing or are you going to be the type of person that you know, in 15 years or whatever, you're just sitting on the couch doing every the night doing thing. the same thing. Yikes. You know, like. Yeah. That hit a little close to home. Yeah. <laughs> well, as old people, you know, <laughs> what else can we do? Okay, next question. Um, I thought this was funny. What, what of these words are you comfortable using? And it has, like, on the side of, like, heck and darn <laughs> at, all the way to, like, other you know, more explicit type <laughs> language. And I just okay, case and so jump funny. in on that one. Where'd that come from? Yeah, I think I think it's a way of, of, of judging, I guess, how they feel about certain like social norms, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. or just like how comfortable they are um, with swear words, which is something that I noticed, like there's a lot of variation with members of the church. And so I think that was like a way for us to kind of um, just tell like what people are comfortable mm -hmm. with. I think I think that's something that would lead to being compatible or uh, something that would lead to be compatibility rather. Mm -hmm. And that's very interesting because it's a cultural thing, but it's also an attitudinal thing. Yeah, I find that fascinating. Yeah, I do too. Because, you know, I, I, I grew up in a culture where the F word was commonly used. So when I hear it, it's not shocking to me. <laughs> but when my wife does, it's like, you know, <laughs> you've killed baby Jesus. You know, she's, she, and so, you know, it's interesting to see the difference between people, not people's acceptance and tolerance rate. And that tells you a lot about people because sometimes you want to go to activities. For example, going to a comedy club, you know, right, if it's right. like dry bar comedy or something like that, I'm perfectly fine with that. 
But even my wife thinks that's a little bit too edgy. <laughs> And so it would be nice to have that common thing so that you kind of knew when you picked an entertainment venue what the person you're dating is comfortable right. with. Well, and like, I mean, like a common date is watching a movie, right? So yeah. it's like, like along those lines, like entertainment and things, what kind of things are you yeah. going to be okay with watching? And are you the type of person that you only watch G-rated movies? Right. Yeah. Or, you know, where where are your boundaries? And I think that it's cool that like, shows enough respect to with that it's like oh like we we don't want you to feel uncomfortable right case it's good to know ahead of time yeah so the idea to match people who had uh, similar uh they were they were similar on one side or the other or were you uh, were you separating people like that like bob and his wife don't separate us but you know i'm, I'm <laughs> I, my, we're happily married i want you to know i think yeah it depends on the question um yeah, that depends on that question. Okay, yeah. and now would you do a similar thing? I don't know if you had any questions on there between. So this is the one I get all the time between caffeine use, because yeah, because <laughs> I, I find some people in the church who think that the slightest bit of caffeine, even in chocolate, will, will send you right down to to the, the to hell, and other people are really comfortable with the high amounts of caffeine, and, and so see that's kind of another one. Did you have any question like that in there? I think we did. I don't know if it was geared specifically towards caffeine, but we had one, I think, with soda on like the oh. far end. That's something oh. that we've heard as well. Cool. It was capturing that same like thing. Oh. Very cool. Lauren, what about one more? Okay. Um, I liked, let's see. Uh, heated disagreements are an inevitable, an inevitable part of a normal relationship. Huh? Do you agree or Agree or disagree? Agree? Yeah. Wow. Well, what, did, what did you say, Lauren? I was kind of neutral um, oh. because I because I feel like for me there was like a it was kind of the thought of like does heated mean that you're yelling or like you know or does talking loudly like yeah. is it like passionate or is it just like we can have a discussion about this and it's okay if like our opinions are polar opposite yeah. you know so that's just kind of like I didn't really know. And so that's kind of why I kept my control. Well, Casey, I find this very fascinating. Yes. And it, can you tell us a, a little bit about the process? Once you've got someone that fills out, like Lauren has now filled out the application, what happens then? Yeah, so we have a database where we collect everyone's information. It's all anonymized. And we run uh, some software on it to calculate their preferences. And basically, mm. um, using their preferences, we're able to match each person to another person that they most are that they're most compatible with. Meaning that, like, they wouldn't switch partners with anybody because no one would want to be with them. <laughs> other than that <laughs> so that's kind of so that's kind of technical, but yeah. <laughs> wow. So, did you guys create this software? Yeah, so we created the software. The method of matching is, is actually this, this is economic um, algorithm. Oh. It's called the FERD acceptance algorithm. And so it's something that's not brand new. I think that it's just interesting that we're applying it to um, users in like a dating setting. And mm. that's something that we've been pretty like happy about, especially um, over in Utah. It's been really interesting. Wow. So what's your success rate? Yeah, I'm not sure what our success rate is. Like I, we, we started capturing how many people go on dates from our matches. I think last time we did it we had about a third of people went on a date uh a third, a third of the matches went oh, on a date good. 
Um, and we've had, I think, eight marriages that we know Whoa. of that have come out of our I've seen uh, those. platform. I saw those pictures on Instagram. Yeah. And we're super happy about that. We keep hearing about new stories and we can post them on our on our Instagram. So, so out of 3,000, you had 1,000 who actually went on a date with the person that they were matched with. That's a pretty good number, 1,000. That's pretty yeah. exciting. And, and, but you, you don't really know how many that ended up in a second date. You know that eight of them did because they got married, so we assume they and had they a second date. And they reported to it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so you probably haven't had the reporting back, but it would be interesting to find out of that 1,000 how many resulted in a second date. Right. Yeah. I'm just, I tell you, I'm just excited a thousand people went yes. on a date. Yes, yeah, so. that, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this is fascinating. Now, how, what did, just give us some idea of, is this all um, LDS people or is it, do you have some non-LDS people involved in this? Yeah, we've opened it up to BYU and UVU students. Um, so I think that our users, for the most part, are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but I think we have a small percentage that aren't. Um, I don't know the exact number, but I know that it's, it's pretty small. Probably the same as that we have proportionately of, of non-members and members that go to UVU and, and BYU. So you probably right. have a, a few more at UVU. You still have a large uh, percentage that are members of the church there, but uh, and a smaller number at BYU. So it probably matches the demographic that we have living here in Utah County, I'm guessing. It does, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So um, the next question I had was... Um, a lot of there's a lot we've noticed a lot of negativity and we talked to the people from mutual last week and there's a lot of negativity surrounding online dating mm -hmm. um how, how do you guys deal with that are you worried about that or or how do you how do you uh, reconcile with that yeah i think the approach that we've had is to stay optimistic and upbeat about it like i think dating is supposed to be fun sometimes when we're in the middle of it like it seems like you know it's like oh i have like a job to do i need to swipe i need to find the one um, oh, but I think that one. can make it less, that can make it kind of heavy and not quite as enjoyable, right? At least that's from my perspective, that's from my experience. Um, so kind of having like an upbeat attitude about it, being really excited to meet people and feeling optimistic, I think is essential for not mm. feeling super negative. So, so basically you have the same idea and philosophy that we do, except that you're um, really smart <laughs> and, and know whatever that little theory was that you said earlier that we have no idea what you were He saying. sounded exactly like us. I mean, it's so well, cool. Well, he's, we, except for he got for the part where he's talking about this algorithm yeah, the that al they invented. And, <laughs> but it, but it's, so cool <laughs> that that there's, like it's so cool that there's some other people out there who are saying, look, just yeah. get together, have a meal, sit mm -hmm. down and talk, and have fun. Right. It's so exciting to hear. And, and don't have that. the pressure on it that you think you're looking for the one, that you're on the hunt for your eternal companion. Because that's what makes it awkward is because you're putting too much into it when you're not ready. You, you barely know the person. You don't know their interests. You don't know if you're compatible. But you're already looking at them as a potential marriage partner. And, right. and that's where the disconnect happens. And so this app seems to bypass that it seems to be a way to well get, you get you kickstart the yeah, conversation yeah is that right Kason? you just kind of figured like you kickstart all this yeah i think it's a way of just yeah, like, like a shortcut i guess it's like hey here's one person we found um based on our research and analysis it seems like you guys would be pretty compatible so why don't you go ahead and meet and see what happens man a lot more to talk about yeah now, now are you telling us that you used your own system here and <laughs> you found the love of your life through it, or did you just happen to get engaged uh, outside of this project? <laughs> yeah, 
I, I tried to do it through this project. Um, I went on dates with my with my matches, um, but I actually met her name's Hope, and I think she was one of your students. One oh of your yes, huh. I know yeah, Hope I, well. There you go. Great. Hope is one of my favorite people. <laughs> awesome, one of mine too. <laughs> Does she still wear Crocs? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> she loves Crocs and loves cows. <laughs> Well, that's great. And so you did not meet her through this uh, project you were doing. You met her outside of this. So how did you determine her interest and to see if they were compatible to you? What what process, if you didn't use your own algorithm, what process did you use? For hope. For hope. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was just proactive. I think that's like um, something that I love about our culture is that we place dating and relationships are like, you know, it's, it's like a high priority, right? Like we, we find a lot of joy and meaning and, and happiness out of our relationships. So I tried meeting as many people as I could. Um, and I was on some dating apps too. That's what's like really cool about dating apps is that you don't have to pick one and stick with it, right? You can use a whole bunch of them. They all oh, complement each yeah. other. Um, yeah. And I actually met Hope through uh, a dating app called Hinge. Uh, ah, yeah, I was, yeah, we were going to ask you about Hinge. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Big fans. <laughs> oh, that's exciting that you guys mm -hmm. got together on Hinge. Now, speaking of Hinge, Hinge is kind of like you guys, right? They do similar prompts and have people respond to those? Yeah, I, I guess I hadn't thought about, about that before. Yeah, I guess it's similar in that you have you're able to give more information about yourself, right? It's like you have some pictures right. of yourself and it's like, hey, here's some things that I like or think about or here's how I respond to this prompt. So yeah, in a way, I guess... Uh, we're similar in that respect. So we think Mutual is kind of leaning that way too. They yeah. talked about how they're going to, didn't they? How they're going to talk mm -hmm. about more prompts and mm -hmm. opportunities yeah. to kind of get to know someone and see if there's more, right. if you're more compatible with them. Now, now have you noticed through this process, uh, are people generally authentic in the way that they answer the questions or are they answering the questions to gerrymand the system so that they get somebody make, make uh, themselves it, look better it, well make themselves look better or answer the questions in a way that they'll get a person who answers the questions in that way because you could you could do that you know you, yeah, could, you could answer these in a way that you would self-select somebody who might not be exactly like you but somebody that you think that you want do, do you have any background any knowledge of if, if that goes on yeah i think that could definitely happen um, and we don't have any way to tell if that happens. I, I guess the one thing we try to do is, is structure the questions so that we try to make them um, less obvious how you should respond. For example, right. in one of our previous rounds, we had this question that was, how attractive are you? Be honest. And there's a scale from like one to <laughs> seven or something. Mm -hmm. And that's a question that's like, that's very easy to game, right? It's like, oh, yeah. like, I'm definitely a seven out of seven, a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, so I, I think that um, it is possible, but I think that it would end up hurting the person more than helping them, right? Because then you might get someone who's not really your type. And if you, even if you end up going on a date, it may not go anywhere. So I think it's in your interest to respond truthfully. Right. That way you're able to find someone who's, who's more compatible with you. Yeah, so true. So That's true. a great question. No, how no, how no. good looking are you? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> we could get back to the superficial here. But, but there are some people who are very good conversationalists. And there's some people who aren't. So sometimes a good conversationalist is a good match for someone who is not a good conversationalist because they, they feed off of each other. So are, are there situations like that where maybe answering the opposite would actually make you a, a stronger match? Um, yeah. So and I think that, that goes into why we don't talk um, we don't talk publicly about how we calculate 
how compatibility, for right. example. Um, and there's certain things that we match maybe on similarity, other things we match maybe on preference, and other things that we match, um, I guess, like negatively correlated, for example. So it's like like your example, right? Like having someone more extroverted or good conversationalist mm-hmm. and someone who's maybe more quiet and reflective. Um, so yeah, I would say, yes, we, we do factor that into our into the way that we match people. Mm-hmm. And we, we vary it to make sure that people um, can't tell and that way they respond truthfully. So, so I guess 70 questions gives you a, a pretty good uh, amount of data, information about a person. So generally, you, they're going to find through 70 questions, you're going to find the similarities that match up with someone else. Yep. So I guess that's why. How long did it take you, Lauren, to take the... It was like 15 minutes, oh, maybe. Oh, well, that's not bad. Like you was, flew through them. Yeah, it was... Oh. It was really short i mean i also had taken it before so i kind of mm. knew what to expect so you cheated you you <laughs> copied off herself <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm plagiarism on myself did you get a passing grade is I the question so. well, i hope so yeah. can we can we guarantee lauren a date casing is there any way you can <laughs> we could help fix, us out here fix the system hook us up here let's do it we'll do our best lauren <laughs> <laughs> well thank you uh, case i'm just curious what are your favorite questions on the survey which ones give you a laugh and which ones do you enjoy the most do you know yeah, we had one question. I forget how it was worded exactly. I think it was um, a friend asks you to go to Guatemala to see a volcano with him this weekend. Would you go? Mm. And that actually came from a personal experience where someone, one of my friends here on campus, he went and did exactly that, called me up and said, hey, I'm going to Guatemala tomorrow. <laughs> Do you want to come with? <laughs> I would and, uh, go I would go in a second. Yeah, you know, that would, would, you yeah. know I, would, I would be back in my bag and I'd get on the plane. I'd be like, okay, where are we staying? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't care. I'd figure that out when we got there. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting question. Uh, were there any questions that you found that you had to pull out that you said, eh, I guess maybe that question doesn't work. We have to. Were there any that you had that you didn't find that you did find that were not for prime time? I think in the previous rounds we had a lot of political questions. Um, our hypothesis was that like political attitudes tends to lead to more compatible matches, but we, I think we yeah. asked just too many questions on politics, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it may have been a turnoff. So we we pulled a lot of those and left I think a couple of them in. I think, my, I think my wife and I proved that that's not yeah, that's right. the case. So, so, so it was very polarizing during the, the 2020 elections. And so it would probably be difficult if you had someone who was a staunch Republican as opposed to a staunch, staunch Democrat that they might exactly. not make a connection. Right. So, But you didn't have to go too much in depth on that because you can be a staunch Republican and not like Mitt Romney or a Democrat and like Mitt Romney and still get along. Right. So interesting. I'm I'm wondering what what questions about the church did you ask and about activity and membership? Did you ask questions like that? Yeah, we had a couple. Let me think if I can remember some. Yeah, those questions were very hard to craft. We, we wanted to do it in a way that was respectful um, of the church while also trying to, I guess, sift through different levels of membership. If right. You can call it that. Um, I don't think I can remember one off the top of my head. Lauren, do you remember it when you took the survey? Um, I think I don't there was one where um, it asked about like what your view is on temple marriage okay um, and like how important that is to you that was how many primary songs could you remember (laughs) Mm -hmm. how many can you recite (laughs) word for word the Um, the articles of faith how many yeah. (laughs) yeah I'm trying to think if there were any others, that was the main one that like really stood out. Um, yeah, I think 
and and one that I remember, I think there was one we had. It may have been this one, maybe it was previous ones, but it was like, I will always remain a member of the church. Oh, interesting. I think that was, and then it was like, you know, strongly agree, strongly disagree. Wow, interesting. interesting. Yeah, that, that you would want to know that before you. So you have a, a, a level playing field when you start your relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. What about um, we? What about safety? Do you guys uh, deal with that at all, or is there some way to check? I know uh, I know Bob and I are really careful to about the young women and what they should and shouldn't do when they're going out to on dinner. Do you guys have any way of checking that at all? Yeah, I, that, that, that's something that we need to um, think about if we if we want to continue expanding this. But right now, the way we have it structured is that you have to enter in your BYU email or your UVU email. Oh, that's great. And I think so. So it's only students right now, and I think that's like the best um, proxy we have for helping right. people like stay safe. Well, yeah, at least, at least you know where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably yeah. no different than the advice that we give is to meet at the place. And when there's someone that you don't know, you don't really want to get in a car with them because you don't know them. But if you meet at a place right. and you can visit and talk and have dinner and then you leave in your car, then you, you've dramatically increased your safety as having someone pick you up. Right. Because then you're in control of someone. So it's not too different than what we recommend. It's just that you're you're finding each other in a, a, a more sophisticated way. Yeah, I think that's good advice to meet at the place. I think that's really smart. It also gives you control of how long you want to stay on the yeah. date if you're not having a good time. We always predict, and we always say an hour. Yeah. For that first meet, you know, spend an hour, and that's all you really need. If you don't know in the first hour, then you're not going to know. Yeah. You know. And if it's going good, go two hours. Yeah. Um, so are you, uh, you say, now you talk about rounds. You say the first round. So let me sh- make sure I understand that. Do you do this in rounds where you collect data and then match people up? Is that is that how yeah. it works? Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So we've done three rounds. And what that means is we basically launched three surveys. Okay. Um, and each round, everyone takes the survey. And then using that data from that survey, we match everyone. Oh. And yeah. we're hoping to do this more consistently. Like we, we had two... The first one launched end of 2020. We had one Valentine's Day 2021, and now we're doing our third one, which has been Valentine's Day 2022. We're hoping to be a little more consistent here on out. So do you match everyone? Does everyone get matched? Yeah, everyone gets matched. I think it's like 99.99% of people get wow. matched. Wow, exciting. And, and a third of them take your advice and go on the date. Yep, yeah, yeah. according yeah, to our feedback. So be about yeah, a third, and I think they'll have high, they all rate that the date went really well too. So they have like high satisfaction wow, with great. the date. Huh. Now, if if Lauren doesn't, if she gets matched and she's not really a connection with this guy, will she get matched again, or does she have to wait till the next round? She'll have to wait till the next round. Quit being so picky, Lauren. Yeah, <laughs> just go out, give the guy a chance. Um, right. So, so how often do you do rounds? Is it just every year? Is it just every Valentine's Day? Yeah, so my whole team, we, we're, we're a bunch of students and we're, we're working on this in addition to our studies. And we're trying to make this more consistent. Um, and maybe I'll ask you guys, what do you think would be a good like frequency? We've been thinking between every month or maybe every couple of months or every semester. What do you think would be useful? Well, if you go a month without a date, <laughs> that would be kind of a long time. If you went a year without a date, that <laughs> would a really be a long very time. long time. If you yeah. went two years, that's a mission. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, and you probably already have done and that. And you've probably <laughs> already done that, so you know what that's like, you know, and you yeah. don't do that again. Well, they, I think uh, we, I mean, I, I would recommend every month that you yes, send to me. Yes, at least. Out. And that's because Bob and I know that 
they probably aren't going out all that no. much. Well, and then so, you augment that with your own, uh, you know, your own just dinners. Yes, your own just dinners, and maybe you know other apps and things. But see, at least once a month, if you got matched up with somebody who had a connection with you, that that would be. I, I think people would look forward to that. You, you know, if it was once well, a month. It's exciting. It's almost I, like a subscription. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You get a date in the mail. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I think this is just. Fabulous, yes. and I, I hope that you. I had one more question before we before we let you go. Um, yeah. Is this a paid? You'd get paid to do this? Are we? Do we have to pay you to fill out a survey? Yeah, no. I think that the, the survey is free, and we give you a free match. Um, and we have it calculated that we can give you more matches, matches as well, and those ones you pay for. Oh, and that's just the that's cover, very the smart. Cost of our time, I very guess. Smart. We, we oh. spend actually a ridiculous amount of time working on this, and so we're trying to figure out a way to uh, help our users out um, and have them, I guess, sustain the project. Hmm. Well, this is super exciting. Yes, it is. This has been fascinating. Thank you so and I, much. I love the idea that you're you're putting people together, yeah. encouraging them to get together and go out to dinner mm-hmm. to talk. And have fun. I think that's what this podcast is really yes, all about. It yeah. And it's exciting when we hear someone else is doing the same exact thing that we're doing. Right. Only smarter. Only smarter. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot smarter. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, this has been Cason uh, Stevenson. He is the um, Instagram sensation, like I called him earlier, of Matchmaker Provo. And so all you guys that are listening, if you haven't given it a chance, why um, not? Go out and fill out the survey and see what happens. Have fun. If nothing else, you get to meet someone, right, Lauren? Yeah. Well, and it closes what Friday? I think Friday. This Friday. Yeah. This Friday. So, so hurry up. So hurry get up. Get it going. I'm gonna really, case, and I'm gonna push this in my classes mm-hmm. next week, and I'm really right. gonna get them excited about doing this. So, well, Price, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, Is it next week or this? It's the fourth. The I fourth. Think. The fourth of March. Okay, so. so we have next week to promote it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Well, Kaysen, thank you so much for being here with us. We really appreciate it. Yes. And uh, we had a great time talking to you. Um, just a reminder, everyone, that you can look for us. It's just Dinner YSA on Instagram. And uh, while you're there, check out uh, Matchmaker. Are, are we Instagram Google. sensations? Are we, we are working towards uh, that. So if we can, future, we can follow Kaysen's lead, we'll get there. So. All right, Kaysen, help us out. <laughs> We, uh, we also have a Facebook page. It's just dinner on Facebook. We've got a lot of people putting stories up, um, dating stories, which is kind of exciting. So, hey, and also when you're listening to this podcast, leave some comments. Uh, be nice mm-hmm. and leave comments. Also, if you have questions or you want to make comments or you're interested, go to it's just dinner YSA at Gmail and get a hold of us. So, again, thanks, thanks, Case, and we really appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. And, hey, everyone, just go have fun, will you? 